everybody, and welcome to the third installment of our uh, TLN podcast. You're, we are glad you are here with us today. Um, and we are going to be talking about college admissions and sort of, you know, uh, how the process works and then some, some tips and tools to use to maybe sort of make yourself a more uh, desirable applicant, applicant, excuse me, for colleges. So I wanted to go to our two, uh, our two seniors on the call or on the um, podcast today, excuse me, who sort of know the process a lot more and ask you guys, you know, how, how does it really work? Well, it really depends on if you're an, if you're going for academics or if you're an athlete, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like athletes have this certain advantage when getting into college. I've got a few friends who have 35s, 34s on their ACT, and they're not getting accepted into a lot of schools, right? On the, on the same end, they're all, some of them are getting accepted into a lot of schools, but there's been a few key differences, right? And a lot of those key differences are the extracurricular things that they've done. A lot of these schools have cared a whole lot less about ACT, especially, or at least this year because of COVID. My ACT is a 21, and I, gave, I, would, I didn't go test optional, and I sent my ACT into Harvard, Princeton, and Yale, and I got accepted into all three with a 21, right? But it's probably wondering, how do you get accepted into a school like that with a 21? Well, you have to be somewhat impressive elsewhere. So, you know, whether it's being active in certain clubs, FCA, Beta, FCCLA, whatever it is, but not just being active, but also going above and beyond, like maybe holding a state office, that's what put me in a good position to succeed. Or even having a lot of volunteer hours. A lot of schools love volunteer hours. But yeah, I mean, it really just depends on depends on the person. Yeah, um, I'm definitely not good at sports. So um, where I had to focus on is clubs. I absolutely love clubs. Um, I wish I had been a little more brave and run for like state positions in certain clubs because that's really like going to help you stand out. Um, but yeah, I just am a lot involved in a lot of clubs and that's like the only thing really going for me. It's, it's kind of like, I talked about that little bit of an advantage athletes have and it's, and one of the major advantages is when you contact these coaches, they're just as eager to hear back if you accept it also. So at all these schools, I've been in contact with coaches for football and they would always let me know the moment I was accepted. So I remember I'm not, I wasn't, the school that I'm going to now, I wasn't supposed to know that I was accepted until sometime last week. So I guess around February 1st is when I was supposed to know. It's February 7th today, by the way, but I was supposed to know on February 1st. <laughs> so when I applied, it was, I want to say December, right? I want to say it was December 25th. No, I guess that's, that's Christmas. So I applied on December 20th and then the coach texted me and told me that I was accepted on December 25th on Christmas. So it was really cool getting to learn that I had that acceptance. And on top of that, knowing how much money and scholarships that I was getting, maybe only a week after that. Whereas I know a lot of kids would still be waiting and still wouldn't know until February. So I mean, that's a huge major advantage, but also along with the money they'll give you. You know, these coaches are willing to do a whole lot more because think of it this way. These coaches are going to look and help find you more and more scholarship money if you're going to play ball at the D3 level or if you're going to play at the D2 and D1 level where you're eligible for those athletic scholarships. Those coaches are going to help find you more and more money as well as almost be a second counselor throughout the process. Yeah, so if you aren't going for athletics, you might have to wait until like April 6th to get a decision back, which is obviously not fun to wait for. 
But um, if you know what colleges you want to apply to, if they have an early action um, option, definitely apply early action. That way you don't have to wait as long. And I believe that early action also gives you a little bit of an advantage. But there are still a lot of schools that don't have early action and those you'll just have to like wait. And could you guys, you know, maybe talk about sort of a little bit the the processes that you guys went through applying to colleges. So so maybe the applications, obviously you could sort of go into, I know there's a difference between early decision and early action and sort of, you know, uh, how you guys weathered through the college application process. So from the athletics side, I came into my senior year with zero offers from any school and I have a 21 on my ACT, right? I was also Arkansas State beta president, but I didn't think colleges really cared that much about it. So I was really thinking like, damn, colleges aren't going to want me. I got a 21 on my ACT and my GPA is not impressive. It's just a three, six, right? I know a lot of kids with 4.0s, 4.1s, 3.8s, 3.9s. I thought those kids are for sure going to get chosen over me, right? So looking at it as perspective of, I really didn't feel like I had that much going for me. So I started applying to more and more of these schools and they started responding to me. And I was like, what the heck? One of the things that I also started doing for athletics, was so I started sending my film to coaches, right, to get more and more money. They weren't contacting me, so I was like, you know what, let me Google their emails, and I'm going to start sending my film to them, right? A lot of coaches didn't respond, but a lot of coaches did respond. So that really helped start the process for me because those coaches would guide me in the best way for me to, I guess, these coaches would put in a really good word for me with the counselors a lot of times to help get me accepted to make up for my super low ACT score. But at the same time, with the power of holding the state office, holding a state office gave me was that there's only one person this year who can say the Arkansas State Beta President, that's me. No one else can, and it's the same for every other state position. But what the process really looked like for me was I went through this thing of denial. Oh, I'm not gonna get to go to a cool college. You know, I'm gonna go to a community college probably. Nothing against a community college, that's just not where, where I wanted to go. And then I slowly started to realize things were changing, but you really only start to get an understanding of what the process looks like once you begin applying, right? So once you apply to one or two schools, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, and you're gonna start hearing a few more things back. And that's where you're really gonna start to learn. One of the things that also helped me was really become best friends with your counselor. That means calling up to and asking your counselor, hey, is there, are there any other scholarships that I can apply for? Is there anything else that I can do to make this school more affordable, right? Before you even get your, before you even get your financial aid back. That really helped me a whole, whole lot because she ended up guiding me in the direction to a whole lot of more extracurricular scholarships that thankfully I was able to get, which really helped cut the cost of school down very, very low. Yeah, so um, for me, I just, I had to go like, you know, traditional route. I didn't do anything extra fun, like sending videos of myself doing well to like um, coaches, but um I just started doing the Common App um, at the beginning of the school year, you know, fill that thing out. It doesn't take too, too long. Maybe like, I'd say an hour max, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you fill out the Common App, which is basically just like information about yourself, your grades, um, what you've done, what classes you're taking, stuff like that. And that's gonna get sent to all of, or most of your colleges. Some colleges don't accept the Common App. Um, it's really just depends on the college. And so you fill out your Common App and then you can start applying with it for most colleges. You can apply 
early decision for some colleges, which means that you, if you get accepted there, you have to go there. And so that's why you really can't apply early decision to more than one college. And the thing about early decision too, is that you have to be careful because if you get accepted early decision and they don't give you enough financial aid or if it, it can like cost a lot of money, but you applied early decision. So you have to go there no matter how much, unless it's like, like way too much money, then you can like appeal. But um, if they like, if you do early decision and it's a lot of money, you kind of have to stick with it. So that's why I didn't apply early decision. Um, you can also apply early action. There's rolling admissions where they will, like they take applications as they come in and like give you de your decision like within like three weeks or something. Those are fun, I like that one. And then there's regular decision where they'll give you your decision back in like spring, winter, stuff like that. So um, make sure that you have a list of colleges that you're interested in and figure out when you need to apply. If you can apply early action, early decision, whatever, find out when you need to apply, if there's any supplementals for the colleges too. Because some colleges require you to like write an essay or like answer some questions. So you'll figure that out on the Common App. The Common App will tell you. So definitely look out for those. And then also some colleges will allow you to write an essay for a specific scholarship. So, but like the deadlines might be earlier than the actual application deadline. So definitely look out for that. Yeah, I mean, early. So a big mistake that I made when applying for colleges is I didn't necessarily know what the Common App was. So I was filling out this gigantic application for like six schools to start with. And I'd fill it out every single time. So that's probably six, seven hours of time wasted, right? And then I figured out what the Common App was. So for those of you who don't know what the Common Application is, is basically you type in all the information that you would usually have to type in independently for each school and then paste your essay in there. And then you can submit that to as many schools as you want to send it to, right? So I was just going crazy. I applied for schools all over that I didn't even need to, right? I'm still getting acceptances back to other schools and I've already committed to go play college ball somewhere. <laughs> but, it's, but it's crazy the power of the common application if you know how to use it correctly. But keep in mind, a lot of these schools are free to apply to but a lot of them are going to charge you like 50 bucks so you really got to figure out but mainly majority of the liberal arts schools are free to apply to yeah try to figure out what colleges you want to apply to i really struggled with this because i didn't have any help or like i didn't have like any yeah like help or knowledge of the college world and what colleges were good what colleges are like in my range i didn't know what my range was so I really struggled and applied literally everywhere because I didn't know what my range was. Um, so I found this website called College Vine and you type in your information. It's, it's a lot of like the same information that you put into the Common App, but um, you type in your information, like your grades, what, what you've done for like extracurriculars, stuff like that. And it'll tell you like what range you're in for like colleges. And then it'll like give you a list of colleges, which ones are reaches, which ones are your targets and which ones are your safeties. And if you don't know, safeties are the ones that you're like probably gonna get into. Your targets are like in your range, like you think you'll get in there, but like maybe not. And then your reaches 
are the ones that you're probably not going to get into, but like maybe, you know, so um, that's how I figured out what colleges I wanted to go to um, using College Vine. That was super, super helpful because my guidance counselor didn't help me with that at all. She looked at my college list and said, mm, okay, these are okay. And then I left and said that was not helpful. At, at least but, you had a guidance counselor there to help you, man. I'm doing school virtually and they're just sending <laughs> emails. Don't forget to apply to college. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, and they're sending me the links to all these community colleges and stuff. And <laughs> I'm just kind of standing here like, like what, what, what's y'all's point this year? But no, the college process is, is pretty interesting. But the only way to learn how you're going to, I guess, the only way to learn how to be effective with applying for colleges is to actually apply for schools. If you feel like you're not going to get accepted into the school, great, apply, apply to it anyways. How, how can it hurt you, right? And don't forget to ask colleges for more money too. Because what are they going to do? Oh, he asked for more money. We're, we're going to make sure he can't go to the school anymore. No, they're not going to revoke your opportunity to go to the school, right? Because these colleges are in the game to make money. That's what they want to do. They want to make that cheddar, right? So one more student, that's making a whole lot more money. But make sure, especially after you go on a tour, at least all the tours I've been on, I met with my counselor at the very end or in the beginning or somewhere in between. Make sure to call your counselor back and tell them how much you enjoyed the tour, even if you didn't, because then they'll give you more money. That is a very smart tip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, when it comes to tours right now, it kind of sucks because I only went on one tour and it wasn't even like I didn't even choose to. They just kind of made us go on this tour. But um, usually you start going on tours like junior year, um, definitely like right up until like, like honestly, until you decide you can just keep going on college tours. And people say that they're really helpful. I haven't really gone on one, but they say that they're helpful because you can like figure out the vibe of the place and if you're going to like it. So I am planning on going on college tours later. But um, yeah, definitely try to do those so you can like learn about either which ones you want to apply to or which ones you want to like commit to. Yeah, I, you know, I sort of want to, obviously we're down a couple of people today in our podcast. So it'll, it'll just be um, myself and, uh, and, and Trent who've been uh, keeping quiet this whole time. But I wanted to open it up to, obviously, you know, you guys can, Logan and Nicole can keep talking, but uh, to open it up to the rest of us and talk about, you know, what you guys have heard about the college process, what you think might be a good tip and trick. And, and I almost sort of wanted to piggyback off of something that, that Logan said, which was that, you know, I don't think, I love that Logan was like, look, you should apply, you know, if you want to go somewhere and even if you think, oh God, my grades, you know, aren't there, my SAT, ACT, you know, I'm not good as good as sports, blah, 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 you know, whatever excuse you're making, you should absolutely still apply because, and you shouldn't take no for an answer up to a point. Right. Like, you know, obviously don't, yes, don't, yes. Keep, don't keep pestering the college. That's obviously a bad. No, thing. keep pestering, keep pestering. Because guess what? That shows <laughs> you want to go to this school. And you know, well, what's the worst they're going to do? If they don't accept you, what are they going to do? They're just going to sit there and keep telling you no. If you really want to go to a school, keep on applying, keep on sending emails. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, I don't know. I'm the kind of person, don't take no for an answer. Now, if they threaten, if like, it, it'll get old to a point, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to harassment, you should probably stop. But until that point, I feel like you're fine. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, be respectful. Like we're not advocating yeah, yeah. You just like type nasty emails to college and be like, you let me in or else. Like, <laughs> um, But, you know, I, I know a story where a family member, uh, they were actually, this is law school, but it, it was pretty mm-hmm. similar where um, they were uh, not, they really wanted to go to a specific law school and um, the law school had said, no, they were basically like, you know, we're, uh, you're not accepted. You've been rejected. I'm sorry. You know, go find another law school. And they basically, they, they, hit, they emailed them up a couple of times and they said, okay, what is it I have to do to get into your college? Like, I, I very much want to go to this law school. What is it I have to do to get better? Like, I'll, I'll do anything. And they said, okay, take a summer class. I think it was contracts law, maybe. I don't know. I've, 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 uh, mm. said story it was right. something. Yeah. They said, you know, take a summer class on contracts law. If you get above an 80 in it, which in law school, that's, that's actually a much higher grade than an 80. Cause like you only go up to like a 90. So it's a whole process. The point is like, get above a, a specific grade in contracts law and you're in. And basically that family member that I know went to law school and, and got into law school because they went in, they took the contracts class over the summer. So just because you get rejected from a school does not mean you are not going to that school. There is always something else you can do. I can go on about, um, you know, a family member that didn't get into a, a specific college. And they're like, what can I do? And they'll go, go to my satellite college for two years and then come in and go to the main campus, right? Like, you know, there's always a plethora of things you can go do to, to actually try to get in. Rejection does not mean rejection outright. There's always something more you can do. Exactly, exactly. You know, sort of, I wanted to, to transition a little bit there. I know I piggybacked, but, you know, into, you know, some stuff that everybody here has done that, you know, you guys have thought has been attractive to colleges. You know, obviously, Logan and, and Nicole, you guys have talked about some, some clubs, some extracurriculars, sports, you know, really. And of course, I wanted to get Trenton in here as well. Um, you know, just lay out anything you guys think might be, might be helpful to go pursue or a tip that you think, hey, this, this is really a, a good sort of thing you should go work on when you're building your resume. Look, so colleges want someone who knows how to be, you have to know how to be yourself, if that makes sense, right? Colleges don't want a bunch of the same person. They don't. So do what you enjoy while you're in high school. Do, be who you want to be. Chase things that you're passionate about that will have positive outcomes in your life, Right. And when you do those things, when you truly find out who you are and who you want to be, you won't have an issue being accepted to these colleges. Because colleges, these admissions readers, they can read through, they can read through all the BS in your essays. And, and that's the truth. So if you have someone who can sit there and can actively read through people's BS, when they see a, an essay come across that's authentic, someone who sees, someone who at least it seems like they know themselves, they know who they are, that college is going to be 10 times more likely to have you, but also just having a level of commitment, right? One of the things that I do is I compete in CrossFit. So of course I added that on there. I was like, I'm a brag. And I've done that for years. Same with football, same with beta club. And they love seeing that level of consistency. You know what I'm saying? Staying and doing one thing, right? Or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doing five things, six things, but for a long period of time. And that shows a high level of commitment that most people don't have because a lot of times you're going to face hardship in whatever you do. And a lot of people will just throw in the towel and call it quits, right? And those colleges don't want someone who's going to throw in the towel and call it quits, or at least they don't want to give someone money who's going to call it quits, right? Because when a college gives you money, that's an investment in you right? If a college is giving you 30 grand to go to their school, 
every year for four years, but you only go for two, that's 60 grand that could have gone to someone else who's actually going to complete and go through the school, who's going to be an alumni of that school and probably make generous donations back. And that's, that's, that's how it goes, man. It's just make sure you're actively pursuing who you want to be doing what you want to do and becoming your own person. Yeah. Um, I, for one, don't know that much about myself. And um, I feel like a lot of people, like, if you know, if you have a passion, that's great. Good for you. But a lot of us are, you know, we're high schoolers, we're teenagers. We're kind of new to like the world in a sense. And we don't, we're figuring ourselves out at this point. So it can be really difficult to know like what you're passionate about. Like I don't have a passion, but I do have like little things that I enjoy. I enjoy doing clubs and like having fun and like, like doing stuff like for clubs and just being involved in activities like that. I like playing soccer. I'm not good at it, but it's fun. But like doing these like extracurriculars that you can show that like you are committed to, that's really going to help you. And also another thing that I've heard is being well-rounded so like you can't just have good grades like you just like good for you (laughs) but you (laughs) need to show that you can also um you can be social that you can like be a leader if need be or you can be all these other things that you're not just you know good at getting grades because like okay good for you but doesn't really show much of your personality you know so if you can find a passion great do that that's amazing but if not, try to like be well-rounded and like try to like become good at like maybe little things that kind of like build up so that you can like show that you can be like all of these little things. And so, yeah, that's what I would suggest. And also um, prepare for your, um, for your essay, for the um, Common App, because a lot of people who like maybe don't do or who aren't like passionate struggle with like the college essay so this essay can be about a bunch of different things um it's for the common app and um I know that one of them is like a challenge that you overcame there's also an option that's just like a random essay there's a, a topic that's like something that you're passionate about there's a bunch of like different topics within it you can look it up but um if you have a passion, that essay is going to be a lot easier to write. If you don't, um, I suggest you look at the list and think about it, like start thinking about what you could write your essay about and maybe um, do some activities that could help with your essay that you could write about. Yeah. Also, there's one more thing. You have to watch your social media posts if you want to get accepted into a prestigious college. Right. So one of the things that I've spoke to with spoke about spoke with a lot of coaches about is what you post on social media matters a lot. So if you're going to try and get a scholarship from for these coaches, uh, trying to do scholarship for football, tennis, whatever your sport may be, they're going to look at your Instagram account. Because remember, once you go to that school, you're representing that alma mater for four more years or however long it takes for you to go through the school. And so those coaches are going to see that and they're not going to want you to go to their school simply because of the way you represent yourself. So your social media posts and I guess the way you act in public plays a major role also in if you accept it or not. I wanted to pop over to, to Trank because I know he's yeah. <laughs> pop in with, yeah. I'm getting some good tips here, may I just say, because I'm a junior, so I, I, I'm, not, I'm not as far uh, in. But what I will say 
but some things I do know, I will just echo everybody on when they say extracurricular activities, because I don't think colleges are looking as much into, oh, we want that 30 ACT score or 32 ACT score. A lot of kids have 30s now. Yeah, it, uh, special anymore. that's not even fun anymore. That's that's not <laughs> that's not special. But you know, what is special, like uh, having that state leadership position uh, for beta or for whatever club you're in, that's gonna, that's gonna stand out more. So I would I would echo very much um, extracurricular, extracurricular, extracurricular. Um, because a lot of people don't don't uh, understand the importance of it. They they'll go their whole time. They might be the smartest people in the world, right, and get some 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 good grades. Um, and and but they don't do anything else. They they nice. they they do nothing else. They don't join any clubs. They don't do any any sports. They don't do anything. And and with that in mind, they they are less competitive for entry into the colleges they want to go to. So I would stress the importance of not just just focusing on your books and, and going out and, and do something else. Um, I'd also say that I agree with, you know, doing whatever you can uh, to get in. I know Logan's been pretty hammering on hammering in on that today. Um, but 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 really just just doing things to make yourself more competitive, standing out, calling people, seeing if you can get this person to to to, hey, call the admissions people and say this about you. It's 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 again doing whatever you can. Yeah, precisely. I, I, I absolutely agree. And, you know, sort of to piggyback directly off that I've got I've got two tips that I think have been very helpful for me I'm, I'm of course a junior as well with Trent so I've been I've been sort of soaking this all in as, as you guys have been saying stuff but you know to to echo that that similar extracurricular thing is you know be of course authentically yourself you know I think it, it, it gets very hard like you know that was always something as a little kid I thought I was like why don't people just like lie on their 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 you know admissions thing and they sort of you know seeing now you go mm-hmm it's very hard to make up things that you didn't do. Like it's just exactly. to put things on that you do do. And, and effectively do it and be great at doing it. That's right. the really yeah. hard Like, part. you know, of course the, and, and I've, I've sort of, you know, fallen into the, the trappings of like, you know, I, I will never cheat on like my schoolwork. I'm very like, you know, Oh, I got to uphold the truth every time. Probably because again, that was drilled into me as a little kid, but sort of with the, with the extracurricular thing is something that's been helpful with me is, is, go out and do things that, that you enjoy, which is very similar to what everybody yes. else does. Is, you know, I, I am somebody who has always known sort of what they've wanted to go do. And for me, like I've gone out and I found that very specific thing that I want to go do. I've done a couple of internships with some political organizations because I know I want to go into politics. Um, in my school, I've joined all the sort of politically oriented and legal oriented because I know I want to go to at least law school. I mean, sort of those, those clubs. And, and if they didn't exist, I made them. A lot of the, that's something that college is also really like. Yes. You, yes, Jack. You, you took the initiative to go do something, right? There wasn't a mock trial team at my school. So I went, okay, I'll make it. And then I made it. <laughs> I, I wanted to be a part of like a voter advocacy group. And I just really couldn't find one. So I made a website basically like detailing how to go vote. And like, that was something to me that I was like, look, I enjoy doing it. It's something out of my day that I'm like, yeah, it's work, but still, you know, it's, it's, it's aligned with my interests. And I think that's something that again, really stands out to the colleges because you're, you have that ability to be truthful, but then at the same time show, this is the type of person I am that, you know, when, when there isn't 
that sort of opportunity to go out and help somebody, you go do it yourself. And, and another thing that's just really quick that I wanted to, to put out is I would say earlier in your high school career, this was something that I did that I thought was very helpful to me is have a goal, have a college in mind, right? And that college can change, but basically turn around and say, okay, I want to go to X college. And then figure out what their um, credentials are. I know there's a great website called Prep Scholar where you can basically look up um, all the colleges and their average whatever, right? Average SAT, average ACT, average grade point average, average acceptance rate, average whatever. And of course, those extracurriculars are super important. You know, those grades are super important. Everything is important. But again, focus on who you are. If you're not a grades person, go be extracurriculars. If you're not a test taker, go do grades. If you're not either of those, go do sports, like go do whatever you're very good at. But if you have that goal in mind, you can actually work towards something in college or in high school, excuse me, right? Like I know the schools I want to go to, they need or have averages of very high grade point averages. So I made a pact with myself that, look, I have to do well in school. They also have very high ACTs, unfortunately for me. So I've now, I literally just yesterday took my ACT. (laughs) Um, So, you know, that's something that for me, if you have that goal in mind, you can work towards it and you can base sort of your successes and where you are in in school off of, you know, where you want to be to get into a particular school, which allows you to sort of have that motivation to keep going. Precisely, precisely. I mean, look at it, look at it from this way the work you put in in high school towards whatever you're putting that effort into it is going to go somewhere. You know, it's going to affect you in some way, shape, form, or fashion, right? So if you're putting your energy into going to all these parties, do it, you know what I'm saying? If you put your focuses in the wrong place, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with parties, but if you spend your whole life there, right? Not turning in assignments, doing all the wrong things in high school, that's going to pay off in a certain way, right? And it's a buy now, pay later plan. So it's, if your focus is wrong going throughout high school, if you're not worried about going to college and if college is something that you want to do, right, it's going to be a whole lot more difficult when it comes time to apply for colleges. And it's the same way, vice versa. Look, whatever you do is going to pay off in a certain way, shape, form, or fashion. So let's say you're, the school that I'm going to has an average ACT score of a 34. I scored a 21, right? 21 is my highest and that's my super score. I've taken it eight times. Uh, Taking prep courses just didn't go well for me. But it's looking at it as, okay, well, I'm not, let's say, doing very good in this area, right? But there's other areas that I was even more successful in that allowed for me to get into this school, right? So it's put a lot of emphasis on the things that you're really good at, but I'm not saying, but also put a lot of emphasis into the things that you're bad at, right? But, you know, just keep in mind that if you're really good at one thing, that may be enough to get you into the school. And let's say you're not really good at a lot of things, right? That means isolate one thing, find something that you enjoy doing or something that you hate doing the least and get the best at that. Because ultimately all you need is to stand out in one way to get accepted into a college, right? So as long as you stand out, you shouldn't have an issue getting accepted. Yeah, just focus on either what you're good at or what you enjoy. And honestly, like that's enough. I don't know. I feel like I'm not the kind, I didn't know anything about colleges. I went into high school I just said I'm going to do my best so that when the time comes I can do whatever I want to so I just like set myself up to have like Mm. the most options because like I am indecisive and I knew that so that's what I did that's what kept me motivated I guess 
but I feel like it's also very important not to just focus on getting good grades and being this like perfect version of yourself you know exactly. you also have to like enjoy your high school experience um it's okay if you don't get into your dream school I mean honestly it's what you make from it or yeah you don't have to get into like the perfect school in order to have a good life like honestly you're fine just enjoy high school do what you like do what you're good at and that'll be enough like don't stress about it you'll be fine yeah exactly. like 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 jack said i i want to go also want to do politics when i grow up so what i've done is i've i've gone and done things that can allow me to try to pursue that i do a lot of work with HSDA, I've interned on campaigns, I'm on a county board here in my county. So I do a lot of stuff that will make me kind of like stand out and I can be interested in, but also can help me on that like admissions process to kind of like, you know, be competitive. So I would agree with everybody and echo what everybody said, go out and do something that you enjoy and that you want to do. And, but that can also help you be competitive. Precisely. It's all about that sense of balance, right? So it's where inner, what is it? I don't know. I was thinking of a good quote, but I forgot. Uh, it was going to be really cool though. Like it was going to be going to be one of those really quotes, really good quotes that would wrap everything up. Oh, I got it. I got it. Where focus goes, energy flows, right? So what you focus on in high school, that's where your energy is going to go. And when your energy goes into those certain areas of your life, that's going to lead to your outcome. Whether, I guess, your long-term outcome, whether it's being college, going to welding school, or joining straight into the workforce. Where that, where that focus goes is where, where your energy is going to go. So if you focus on the right things, you're going to be successful, right? If you focus on the wrong things, maybe not so much, but that's up for you to decide. I'm not going to rephrase that because that was perfect. Um, so I think we're going to end right there. Uh, thank you guys all so much for hopping on. Uh, next week, we will be doing a theme that I have not looked at yet. Ah, we are going to be talking about social media, which I think we hinted at a little bit today um, and sort of talked a little bit today about today. So make sure to hop on for that um, in two weeks. Uh, otherwise, uh, it was great having you guys and I will see you next time.